everybody. It's Timmy Gibson. I uh, just wanted to do a short little episode here, and I'm going to call my co-host, Pammy Nicholson, uh, to ask her a couple questions. But I read some recent surveys, or some recent uh, research, rather, that expressed the decrease in sexual satisfaction in long-term monogamous relationships. So... Yeah, I'm going to call Pammy and talk to her real quick about why that might be and what uh, the fix is uh, for that, which I think will be fascinating. Timmy. Pammy, welcome to the Timmy Gibson (laughs) Show. (laughs) (laughs) Woo, woo, woo. Hey, so I just want to do a quick... uh, just this is gonna be a short less than 15 minute total episode i read some recent research about the decline in sexual satisfaction in long-term monogamous relationships and believe it or not pammy it was the women who expressed a greater decrease in sexual satisfaction in a long-term relationship starting at about year seven, it starts to decline. So I verified this. I read all the research. I'm like, really, is this really true? And not that it shocks me or surprises me just because of the, just like anything, you buy a car and you know, you won't even, you dust it off every day. You don't eat in it. You know, you treat it with tender loving care and then you know a couple years in you know you're eating in the car and you're you're doing all the stuff that you know that you didn't do in the beginning i'm not saying that's right or good i'm just saying that 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 seems like a thing so what would you think would be the cause of the decline in sexual satisfaction and then what would you think would be some remedies or fixes for that? Well, I mean, this is a great topic because um, obviously you and I both would hate for this to happen in a relationship, you know, because uh, physical intimacy is so important to both of us Um, and and to many people. But I think some people just get to a point where they're like, meh, you know, don't need it anymore or whatever. But I think, um, I mean, you have to go, for a lot of people, they're not, in the position we're in, you know, we're at the beginning where we can kind of, um, create, um, a relationship from the beginning, from the start. A lot of people are already in it, but for me, I feel like it starts at the beginning and just being in communication, Yeah, communicating, you know, what it is that you want, being honest and authentic about how important physical intimacy is to you how many and being specific you know like how often do you want to have sex how often do you want to you know um not necessarily have sex but be um intimate in other ways and just um but then there's so many factors and i think for you know as far as a woman and having had children that was one of the biggest turnoffs for me um in my marriage was i was tired yeah. Um, I did not, you were like making babies. You were a baby I maker. Was making babies. Yeah. <laughs> popping babies out. Um, I wasn't happy with the way my body looked. So there was some, um, confidence issues, um, which can be, you know, for a lot of women. Um, and so, you know, that part of it, but also, um, having a partner 
when you're going through things like that, having a partner who is there for you to, you know, give you a break when, you know, you're exhausted from the kids and things like that is vital, which again goes back to the very beginning of dating and knowing your partner and knowing that you're on the same page with things. And, you know, when you do plan to have children, how is that going to look? How's it going to work? I mean, I really feel like you have to lay the foundation for this kind of thing right up front. And yes. I mean, if you're, but if, you know, if you're in a relationship, you're, let's just say you're seven years into a relationship and things just don't, you got to talk about it. Yeah. That's the first step. Got to acknowledge it. You got to ask, you know, set maybe some expectations and, you know, come to some agreements, but um, not ignoring your, your partner uh, and who they are. And, and like you said the other day, I feel like we don't give enough compliments Yeah, that really hit home to me. And I was like, you know what, I'm going to start doing that to just random people, you know, and because we all need that boost of confidence and that reminder that someone in our life loves us or just a, another human, you know, cares about us. But I think in a partnership, you have to be doing that constantly. Know who, know your partner, know what their love languages are and what makes them, what brings them joy, what brings them, you know, those things in the relationship and do those things. Don't, you know, just become complacent. Yeah with it. I, I, to me, those, I mean, it has nothing to do with sex. It has everything to do with all the other stuff. Sure. And I think it's know? that, you know, what's that comment or that phrase, that quote or what people say, familiarity breeds contempt. And I think yes. sometimes, I mean, you and I both had been in, in long-term marriages and we're both now single and in the dating space. And, you know, it's easy to, to get our freak on at this point, right? I mean, it's, it's mm -hmm. easy to get your freak on. You, you've never seen the person sitting on the toilet. You know, you've, you've not seen, <laughs> right. you know, and I, that sounds a little crude, but that I think is the reality of what can happen is that all of a sudden you become so familiar with this other person that the, the newness can wear off. And so I, you know, this topic has come up throughout other podcasts that you and I have, you and I have done, mm -hmm. you know, it's in bits and pieces, but I felt like doing one with a little bit more just directness about this one issue. One of the things that you had mentioned in another podcast at some point, you're like, do you remember that one episode uh, or that one movie with Vince Vaughn and whoever, and where they would, yeah. Yeah. you know, every once in a while they would act like they didn't know each other and meet at a bar mm -hmm. and she had a wig on and was some other person, some other character yes. and, and just how fun that was. And it's like, we can do that people like, right. like you right. can be in a long-term committed monogamous relationship and still have fun. So for me, when I think of this, when I read this research, it, it was sad to me. You know, because I thought, man, you know, and every sitcom makes fun of it. They say, if you want to stop having sex, just get married. You know, and I'm like, that's not <laughs> right. fucking funny, right? I'm like, that's not no, funny. Not. And because that's uh -huh. that that's what one of there's many reasons, but one of the reasons I think that lead to um, infidelity is that people are looking for some kind of uh Oh, what's the word? There's a word I'm thinking of. Um, Esther Perel uses it, but they're but they're looking for uh, 
excitement. There's a better word that she mm -hmm. uses, but they're looking for some escape from the mundane. So yes. what I coach couples, when couples come to me and they say they're struggling in their sex life, I'm like, well, number one, um, have a sex night like go get a go stay at the at a spa or a bed and breakfast and and get your freak on you know and that, number mm -hmm. two i'm and i say this all the time to couples i'm like when's the last time you wore you know negligee or lingerie and like oh you know we just end up not i'm like okay <laughs> You got to do it. Like, uh, you break, know, you, break the puppy out. Yes. Like, get <laughs> the freaking lingerie out or the French maid outfit or the nurse outfit or like whatever. And, and here's the thing is that people will do that maybe on Valentine's Day. And I say, you know, in my opinion, I say at minimum, you need to have an intentional sex night or sex weekend once a month at least mm -hmm. now i'm saying you mean you should have a lot more intimacy and in, in sexual interactions obviously uh outside of just yeah. monthly but what i mean is really break out the the you know the rose petals and the draw bath and the the incense and the candles and like you know really do it up special at least once a month to where you really take time and take an evening to give, you know, eat, exchange full body massages on each other, you know, and, and yeah. really, you know, and maybe at one time where you say, Hey, listen, we're not going to have penetration uh, until we've, you know, really touched each other for at least an hour, you know, like really right, right. make it special and really tease and really do other things. And, and don't just, you know, you come home from a long day's work and you just, you want to do it tonight? Okay. You know, right. then you just <laughs> climb on each other and you do it and then it, you turn over yeah. and go to sleep. Now, I realize that is a part of a long-term monogamous relationship. You're going to have those moments when one partner might be just like, I just really need to get some. And, right. you know, so you let her do that or you let him do that. Like, I mean, it, that's... I, 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 don't, I don't think that you can escape that at some level, um, but that should not be your only sexual connection. And the second part I would say is, you know, caring about your body. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in the best shape of my life right now as a 53 year old male. I mean, I was in better shape when I was working out harder and, and really trying to be careful with all that. And, but I've, but one thing that has stayed important to me is I've stayed active and I've stayed trim. I'm not buying pants that, <laughs> or I'm not buying new belts with more holes in them and more and, and bigger wasted pants. You know, I refuse to let that happen. Um, you know, people say, well, that's because you're single. It's like, well, no, uh, that's something that's been important to me all of my life. Even when I was married, I really felt that it was important to maintain at least somewhat of a a decent shape and not just quote unquote, like letting myself go. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, I think yeah. that's an important thing, but it goes back to what you said initially, I think. So if you're listening to this podcast and you've, you're in a long-term committed mon monogamous relationship, if you feel a decrease in the satisfaction of sex, talk about it. Yes. Like you, Pammy said, communicate. You know, and maybe that'll be a hard conversation to have, but you have to tell your partner, man, I find myself interested. 
I don't know how you'd say it, but I think I'd rather have my partner come to me and say, you know, I'm, I'm finding other people interesting or I'm finding, you know, I find myself, I don't know how to word it. Maybe that's not the best way to word it, but there'd be have to be a way to where you can really tell your partner, we've got to spice this up, you know, Mm -hmm. and, and, and going back to the, you know, I say this all the time, what you did to get them, you got to do to keep them. So guys, if you're doing all these creative romantic dates, you know, once you get married, keep that shit up and literally keep it up forever. And same yeah. with the 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 woman who's, you know, doing the fellatio in the car and wearing sexy outfits and being all cute and flirty. You have to do that forever. <laughs> like, that's what you right. do for the rest of your freaking life. <laughs> yeah, just like everything else, you know, other response. And I hate to say responsibility, as, you know, as a term to use, you know, in your physical intimacy, but it's kind of is. Yes. You know, if you, a degree agree to be in a relationship with someone long term there's a certain amount of responsibility to that part of your relationship yeah. and just like everything else your finances you know the chores whatever thing you know those other things that are that you manage inside of a relationship um it's also that and so to me it shouldn't be a hard conversation and it should never get to the point where you have to say, you know, I'm interested in, you know, starting to think about other people. It should be a conversation earlier that says, I don't feel connected to you. Yes. I don't feel like we're not connected. We are not connected or, you know, I don't feel that connection that we had. And I want that back because I love you so much. And, you know, I, you know, I'm, I want that part of our relationship to thrive. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, part of that, again, is not just communication, but um, developing your own interests. And and the reason I say this is, you know, personal development and having your own interests um, creates curiosity inside of the relationship. Therefore, Ooh. there's always something new to learn about your partner. Pammy, that is brilliant. Keep that's how you stay interesting. Exactly. If you're not reading, you're not growing, you're not developing. I mean, I'm sorry, but after a while, I'm going to learn all about you about seven years in. I know everything there is about you. There's nothing new. Yes. Interesting. Pammy, I've never thought of that. That's one of the things that, man, yeah, that's what would keep someone Mm -hmm. super interesting, whether they're, you know, working on their body, working on their intellect, working on their emotions, working on whatever, they keep growing and changing and being interesting because I, I know that Esther Perel, who's a sex expert, uh, psychologist, and she talks a lot about why people have affairs often is because they want variety. And mm-hmm. I think what happens is that you know, a lot of things are new in the beginning of a relationship. And then once you know, you know, twist, twist here, lick, lick here, pump, pump here, and boom, you got the magic, you know, right. <laughs> you know, that, that you're like, Timmy, that sounds very specific, <laughs> but, it's, it does. but it's like the, if, you know, once you get to know a partner, yes, you know, this is what they like. This is what I can do, but why? And sometimes when people have extramarital affairs and you talk to them and I have, I've interviewed many of these people to find out what were some of the reasons or things or what did they like about that extramarital experience? Again, I'm not condoning it. I'm just saying after the fact, interviewing and learning and learning to grow, 
and how to avoid that. Like, how do we avoid that in a long-term relationship? And one of the things that people will say is they, it was all new. It was all fresh. And so in my mind, I can, I can only think this different grooming, different outfits, changing your physical, you know, if you, if you're carrying a little extra weight, lose that weight, get, get hot, start doing sit-ups, do something that learn some new tricks you know, like right. literally That's sexual all part of personal development. Yes, it really is. <laughs> I mean, it really is. I would hope that, you know, yeah. I would, I would hope I'm a good lover, but I would hope that if I was with the same partner over years, I'm showing up and got some surprises in my belt, you know, but yeah. you only, right. You, you have, you only have what you have, but there's no doubt that's, I mean, that's why, you know, you hear of people doing a lot of different things, you know, getting some plastic surgery and all that. I'm not, again, Mm -hmm. I'm not condoning. I'm not saying yay or nay. I'm just saying these are things that I've heard. I had a a guy recently tell me he's in a long-term marriage, married 20 some years after four kids, his wife's body would has changed quite a bit. Well, she went in, she went and got a boob job and he said, man, I can't tell He goes, I don't know why that little boob, well, big boob job, but why, why this (laughs) boob job, has literally taken their sex life to a next level. And I said, well, how has it affected it? He goes, well, number one, she has more confidence. You know, yeah. she's yeah. like more confident. And, 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 and he said, now that's inspired me. And he goes, and, you know, I, I find her, you know, breast to be extremely attractive to him. And he goes, it reminds me what it was like when we first got together, you know? And that sounds, some people yeah. hate that. Some people maybe are even listening to this and just like, fuck that, blah, 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 you know, and just, I don't know. I just think that's the wrong attitude. It's like, it, it is what it is. It is what it is. You can't change, um, that this is, this is a real thing. Yes. May I, maybe it'd be Mm -hmm. a perfect, better world if we could just keep the fire alive and keep everything alive without any kind of an intention. But again, I think it goes back to, a relationship is much like a lawn and you got to aerate it, seed it, mm-hmm. feed it, water it, mow it. Like you got to tend to it. And when you don't yes. tend to your lawn, it goes to shit. And I think a relationship is much the same. If you're not tending to it, if you're not growing as an individual, if you're not learning new skills and new ways of making love, of connecting, of intimacy, I think the normal trajectory is a decrease in satisfaction. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. There's, um, yeah, there is a lot to be said for confidence and it doesn't necessarily have to be about your body. There can be confidence, you know, lack of confidence in a lot of, and for men, sometimes it's their career, you yeah. know, that is the trigger for them. And, and I, that's, again, why I go back to I'm always going to go back to the foundation of personal development and, and um, awareness of your state and owning it and and developing yourself in a way that, you know, allows you to, to be joyful and loving and kind and and adventurous and all of those things. We we get so I think you and I are fortunate, you know, that we've had a lot of training in those areas, but also have. Um, lifestyles that allow for us, you know, flexibility and things like yeah. that, where some people still are, you know, nine to five jobs and some people have, you know, work 60, 80 hours a week. 
there's a lot of stress there and stress can definitely affect your libido. (laughs) So, you know, um, finding ways, finding ways to, to manage that, you know, um, and, and that, again, that's personal preference, but, you know, I think personally when I, after I had children, um, I would, I didn't have confidence. My body had changed so much that I was, um, now my ex-husband was still madly in love with it. And, um, that was great. But me personally, I, I didn't, you know, when I had yeah. surgery and, and after I had the surgery, I felt more confident about myself and, and it has really helped me over the years. Yeah. Um, and that's not for everyone. And, and you know sure. what, I, I admire a woman who can just own her shit, you know, yeah. who can own that and, and doesn't need the surgery and all of that. But it's also a mindset, yes. you know, it's not like, well, he should, he should love me no matter what. Well, no, if you take that mindset, then you're, you're not taking accountability for what you can do for yourself. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's just, that's just denying the fact that you're lacking confidence. You're just putting the blame on someone else. Yeah. So, I mean, I think there's that ownership of, you know, owning your own stuff when it comes to the relationship, looking at that, you know, what is it that I'm doing, not doing for myself, for my partner, um, and, and making shifts there, Yeah. you know? And love and attraction, I think are two, two unique things, right? I was in a coaching session with a, a couple and, um, she looked at him and she said, you know, would you still love me if I was 300 pounds? And he gave a good answer. He said, I would still love you. He goes, but, but my attraction would be challenged because that's not something I would be attracted to. You know, I'm not natural. Right. Like I'm not naturally attracted to, to an overweight, uh, obese type of a physique. And, right. and I thought, wow, that, that, that's a good answer. And that's very true. You know, cause I'd say the right. same thing. If I love someone, well, yeah, if they were 300 pounds, I would still love them, but you know, I would, right. I, that, that's not what I'm attracted to. And so that would be, yeah. that would be difficult. And so, you know, when you're married to someone, you do want to have the attraction along with loving them as much as that you have the power to do so. Some things, you know, very, people want to bring up stuff that's like, yeah, but how many times does that happen? You know, what if I got burned over my whole body? Like, okay, do you plan on that happening? (laughs) Like how many people do you know that have had that actually happen? Um, But yeah, I would say, yes, of course, in that kind of a scenario, of course, someone would still love you and find you attractive and whatever they're committed to you. Of course, you know, that that's something that, you know, but (laughs) that's a very rare instance, I think. Well, yeah. Pammy, I kept you too long. I, I'm excited about our Monday's uh, podcast yes. coming up here. Uh, we release every Monday. This is just an offshoot. I wanted to do a little a little uh, on this particular topic. Uh, but Monday, talking about being scared of commitment and how to deal with that and what where that might come from and what might be causing that. I think that'll be exciting to talk about. Yes. That'll be <laughs> and great, I can't wait to get that topic. book. I haven't got the book uh, oh, yet. Oh, yeah. But when does it show up for you? He he's scared. She's Monday. scared. Monday. Okay. Monday. Yes. Monday. Okay. Yeah. I'm looking forward to reading it. Yeah. So cool. yeah, it'll be good. Good conversation for sure. Yeah. I'm excited. Well, Pammy, have an awesome day, hon. Thank Thanks. you. Thanks. You too. Right, Thanks talk for having to you me later. on. You bet. Bye-bye. Uh-huh. Bye.